This is Digital Marketing Fast Lane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media. Here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Rutia here with Digital Marketing Fastlane. I'm here joined with my co-host, Eric Philippou. Eric, you look very dark today. I did just move, the lighting situation's a little different right now. I like that empty bookshelf, empty bookshelf. by the way. You have one book though. Yeah. It's the best book out That's there, it. people. Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson. This book will teach you everything you need to know about marketing. It makes a great mouse pad too, if your mouse pad is still in the packing boxes. So today, guys, we have a very special episode. This was inspired by an episode that Eric and I watched. I think Eric watched it first, and then he floated it around, and then through the DMs, everybody eventually got it, which is pretty funny. Why Combinator is the top sort of VC firm for startups. They're about 10, 12 years old now, and Wilson and I actually applied for YC when we were in college, and we did not get in. Kind of sad. We could still make it work, right? It's a very hard process into Y Combinator to get in. The video was called something like traits of top 10% founders. A lot of clients we have that are founders, those traits were very clear to the clients. They were talking about like tech startups, I imagine, but this is absolutely applicable for e-commerce founders. And a lot of people listening are trying to start their own e-commerce business, or maybe they're a media buyer working with clients who are e-commerce business founders or just digital, or you could be lead gen. A lot of these traits are completely applicable. It was a great video. Maybe we'll have it in our show notes or in the YouTube description. So we wanted to make a version specifically for e-commerce, something we noticed across our best clients. Kevin and Wilson have founded eight-figure e-commerce brands themselves, not to suck up, but they also exuded these traits. (laughs) So you might notice if you know them, some of them might seem like common sense. You might see who are founders starting an e-commerce business and lack almost all of these traits. Number one that we put down here is growth mindset. This uh, sounds like a broad term or broad thing to say, but growth mindset <laughs> really means that you want to get better and you want to learn more. And this just means that diving deep into the thing that you want to learn about. If you're doing about inventory, what does inventory planning mean? It's kind of crazy because Eric, I was working with somebody recently and they're doing about 100, 200K in revenue. And they're asking, what do you guys use for your inventory or 3PL? I was like, oh, I use this company called ShipBob. She's like, oh, really? She's like, I'm still mailing the stuff myself. That's crazy. I just never took the time to ship it, look it up. That sort of shows you they have a great product. And for me, I'll be like, maybe you should be looking into inventory planning or inventory scheduling or 3PLs, all these sort of things that will help you grow the business faster. You can't do it yourself. It's how do you now with this grow business faster? Now you don't need China to send you this stuff to your house. You can send directly to the warehouse and that just improves your process. So it's this mindset of, how do you get better, quicker, and faster? Because at a certain level, you just can't do certain things. So that's kind of like where growth mindset comes. It's just learning, reading, improving what you currently have to make it better. I think for me, the biggest thing, I guess surprising, I think Eric, when I was talking about productivity in our company, talk about the Pomodoro technique. And everybody's, what is that? I've never heard about that. Doesn't everybody look up like how to get better productively? Me and Wilson been doing this in college. We look up all these tactics and techniques. No one's ever thought about looking up productivity hacks. You got to do the shortcut. No, this is a new shortcut. Stop doing this thing. Keyboard shortcuts. Yeah, keyboard shortcuts. Yeah. When I see myself doing something 10 times, 
I'll be like, Google, how do I do this thing on my keyboard without a mouse? At least for me, that comes from maybe not growth mindset, but for programming. Our programmers, we're always looking how to become quicker and faster to write more code faster. Growth mindset, I think what Kevin's alluding to is always looking to optimize every little part of your day because you'll compound it over time. I know we're going to start working for Kevin. He probably said this word a hundred times in the first month. So all these good traits compound over months and months and even years into being 10 times, 20 times more productive than you otherwise would be. And that's a very important thing, just being productive. That's great for anything you want to do. Another part of growth mindset is kind of like that book, Carol Dweck mindset. And this is huge in e-commerce and digital marketing. Not being afraid to fail and making sure you're learning from mistakes, staying motivated, staying optimistic when things are tough, because e-commerce is absolutely very tough. You're literally just trying to sell someone something. They don't even know who you are. They just see something scrolling on their screen 100 miles an hour. It could be very daunting. So having that growth mindset, being able to learn, not being afraid to act, it really testing and learning. When I talk to Kevin and Wilson, they're always testing new ideas. They don't care if it fails as long as they learn from it and apply it. It sounds like fluff. It sounds like something people just tell you with, when we're working with clients and marketing, you have to have that mindset. But even if it's just creative testing, testing different ads, testing different offers, Kevin and Wilson and their businesses and our clients, they try it with completely different business models. We don't care if this business model completely fails as long as we learn from it, they apply it to their other businesses or future endeavors. Having that mindset is something I notice differentiates people that are much more successful in e-commerce than people who maybe they just start drop shipping and it doesn't work out, so they give up, or they start maybe selling t-shirts with uh, some design they thought was cool, really introductory level e-commerce, and they kind of stop there. That's the real difference. Or even founders we have, or maybe some people we worked with in the past as clients who didn't have that mindset as much, they weren't able to scale as much, even if their ads were successful, digital marketing campaigns were successful and things would happen that would interfere with their business. Maybe some change on the platform means you have to market differently or something. Being afraid of the risk and not being mindful of the reward, you could leave a lot of opportunity on the table. So that growth mindset is very, very important. It's so important to, to not being afraid of things, super important, but at the same time, just the mindset that you're going to learn something from it. It goes back to how we test creatives too. A lot of founders that we work with that we know have a great mindset are just bullshit on the creative. And they're like, hey, this looks good. Let's give it a shot and see if it works well. Where other ones are like, no, the font here is two pixels off from the top. Yes, there's like a little bit of that for sure. But when that's constant. You get in your own way with that yeah. low impact crap. I don't know if that's a growth mindset, but it's definitely something that the clients we work with and the business we see scale a lot, they're not hyper-focused on whether the font is bold instead of semi-bold. Another thing I wanna add real quick to growth mindset, I know we say it and you might be thinking, oh, well, that's easy to say if you're already successful. And, you know, someone listening to this might be starting their first e-commerce thing with their own money. They save up a lot of time for it. When you're first starting out, there's risk involved. It's real money involved. It's your own money involved. That's why that growth mindset, just building that in your life in general is so important because it is a really big risk, but the reward is, phenomenal. So if you can educate yourself, make calculator risks, know what you're looking to learn from it, be mindful that this could easily fail, learn and get better from it. That's something you have to really have in mind. Don't just think of it like a gamble or 
something like that where it's just only risk and no reward and there's nothing to gain even if you lose the money it could be tough though we're not unsympathetic to that if you really want to be very successful in e-commerce you can't just be afraid of taking the risk it's mindset i was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like um i want to invest a thousand dollars into facebook and they've never done facebook ads before and they literally asked how much money can i make back that's not the way you should be thinking about it the way you should be thinking yeah. about it if I spent $1,000, now you will learn what did work and what didn't work. So then maybe for this business, you can sort of improve on it. Or for the next time you start another company, you know a little bit more how Facebook ads work. Then that next business is even better. It's like a stair-step approach and growth mindset. And that's how you should be thinking about, okay, I'm investing this. How do I learn more? Same thing with courses. People never buy courses because they feel they're not going to learn anything. I still buy courses and I feel like I know stuff. But if you find one thing that can help you make your business better, that's worth that $1,000 in calorie courses. And at least for me, I don't buy courses of 20, 30 bucks anymore because I think they don't have any good information. At a certain level, you want stuff that's expensive because you know they're charging a lot. They must have something in there or else people are going to refund it all day long. I go with that mentality. Purchase a course. I think I told you that this is the best course I've ever purchased. Tons of money, right? You can do a whole episode about growth mindset and e-commerce in general, but going ahead, we can go to the next topic. When we say somebody executes, really, this came from a lot of stuff that we see right now, people doing. And for example, founder that execute means that they can get stuff done. When we say get stuff done, everybody can get things stuff done. But it's more about like, do they get stuck in this phase of, oh my God, I don't know how to do it. Let me just procrastinate and not do it. And then later on complain that I just didn't know how to do it. Really, the best founders find a solution on how to do things. And that's what we mean by somebody that executes. So for example, let's say you're like, hey guys, I'm going to make this e-commerce. Hey guys, I'm going to make this landing page next week. And then you come by next week. I didn't know how to do landing pages. And then you ask, what did you search or how did you do it? I didn't Google anything. Why didn't you search online? Yeah. There's Unbounce, there's lead pages. There's all these tools out there that you can do landing pages for. A lot of these tools are just drag and drop. There's also like Webflow. Oh, there's so many options to do it. The key thing I think people get stuck on with execution is what tool should I use? Because then you know there's Unbounce, lead pages, Webflow, all these other click funnels, the tools don't matter. The actual page is what matters. But what I see is founders get stuck in this phase of click funnels versus unbounced, lead pages versus click. They're all do the same shit. They yeah. just make a page. Just make the mm -hmm. page and later on, maybe you'll find a better solution because in the beginning, you just want to get stuff done quickly. So that's really yeah. what you're looking for is a founder that just can be a problem. Like, okay, let me just get it done and then not get stuck in this random procrastination phase of I need it to be perfect. Perfect just means that you're procrastinating. That paralysis by analysis is very real in e-commerce and I guess entrepreneurship. The founders we see very successful are the ones that they're constantly testing new things and on their own, separate from the digital marketing work we do for them. And they do it. They say they're going to do it. Oh, I'm going to try this new video from this creative company or buy it, see how it works. I'll let you guys know. Next time we talk to them a few weeks later, they're like, oh, we did this. It didn't work or it did work. Oh, we did this email blast campaign based on that lead gen campaign you guys had for us. They do what they say they're going to do. They do the promotions. They just go ahead and do it. Like your example, oh, should I use Unbounce or ClickFunnels or Zipify? The real good founders are the ones that they just pick one and they run it. They drive traffic to things or they test an offer, see how it does, drive traffic to it, go from there. By the way, there's a very logical mindset of the paralysis by analysis because you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're taking risks, it's your own money. So you want to make sure you make the best use of it. So, oh, I want to look at all the different tools, look at all their features. 
without really knowing what's going to happen once you drive traffic to it. At some point, you just figure traffic to something, see how it does. Oh, maybe people are scrolling a lot, reading to the bottom. For example, on a landing page, people are reading all the way to the bottom of your landing page, but they're just not clicking. Whatever it is, you'll have some data and you know what the next step is immediately. It's not whether I should buy this app or that app. It's how do I just improve my business and move it forward? I hear a lot of founders, oh, I can't do creatives. I'm not good at Photoshop. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at InDesign. I'm not good at all this like Adobe Premiere. There's so many free tools out there. Canva, Canva, you yeah. can do almost anything in Canva now. Just go make something yeah. besides just, just complaining that you can't do something. I hear that a lot. Oh, I'm not good at this. Good example, I think, Eric, I'm happy that you're doing landing pages, right? Unbounce. And you're like, oh, they're so hard. No, they're not hard. Just going to do it, right? It's not 90% like... of the stuff, all that's going to be so hard, you realize it's really not that no, hard. No, it's these not These agencies hard. you're hiring to yeah. do these things and charge you, they're not rocket scientists. People who just Googled shit and figured it out. Exactly. And, uh, they're not more or less smarter than you. This goes back to growth mindset. Sometimes that manifestation of, oh, it's hard, is what prevents you from executing. Basically, what makes great founders is, is having great marketing knowledge. When we say marketing mm -hmm. knowledge, I mean just truly kind of understanding the basics of marketing. As in marketing that's happening now, if you want to do Facebook, I think you should truly understand what is Facebook ads. There's so many YouTube videos. I think when I talk to founders, we don't work with these anymore because it's like not the type of partners we want to work with. But I tell them, hey, do you know what Facebook ads, Facebook ads is or business manager is? They say no. Why haven't you just gone to YouTube and done a YouTube tutorial? And they're like, oh, I'm so busy. You're that busy that the, probably one of the most important parts of your business is Facebook. Don't have time. I know you have time, right? This goes back to everything. Growth mindset, execute. You can watch a 10-minute YouTube video because I know you're watching a three-hour Netflix movie. Don't tell me you don't have time. This is you don't care. Partners that have great marketing knowledge, they understand Facebook ads. They understand landing pages. They understand copywriting, emails. Copywriting is a big one. The best at it because that's what you need an agency for but they at least know how they all work together. Google Analytics, yeah. that's where I see marketing knowledge. It's like, I kind of know why landing pages are important. They understand marketing psychology, mm -hmm. especially around their product and their business. They actually understand why people want to buy this, emotions behind it. When you really understand that and things like copywriting, like a really smart founder that I talk to a lot, he always says, don't outsource things like copywriting and thinking of angles and brainstorming and that kind of marketing stuff. He is really opposed to that. He wants to make sure he's the best and he's the best at that because it's such an important part of his business. He wants to just understand that so much. Not that he doesn't trust marketing agencies, but it's such an important part of being a founder, really understand the psychology of your customer, why people are buying your product, basically, and then how to communicate your selling to them, good copywriting. Things like that are so important because you can apply it to every single channel. Even at Void Media and even the company I'm at now, when I have a huge success, I let everyone in the agency or right now I'm at Upsy, it's a startup. I let the whole company know when we have a, things like angle success or certain copywriting because it impacts everywhere from customer service to the website. It can impact the emails, the blogs, everything we do. When we work with clients, you let them know too because it can impact everything they do, all their channels, everything can improve. So that's why the marketing knowledge, if you're a founder, you have that good marketing knowledge, you understand why people are buying, especially from your product specifically. Even if you go on a new channel, it doesn't exist yet. You'll have a leg up just because you know, okay, you see why are people on that marketing channel that maybe it's Snapchat or TikTok and how it applies to your offer. So you'll always just have a leg up that way. I think that's so crucial to truly understanding who's buying your product as a founder.
And of course, being able to adapt to new ones. Like, for example, obviously, we have Montem, right? I was telling you, Eric, where mm-hmm. for the longest time, we thought our buyers were, you know, maybe 20 to 35. And then mm-hmm. we realized that our buyers were mostly 50 plus. So then, because we thought that ourselves and it's our own company, we were able to change like the marketing language, the content, the images, the videos to that 50 plus crowd that was performing well on Facebook ads. Just having some adaptability is also important with like angles and, and things you can test. So this one, coachable, this goes into a lot of the others, but knowing how to learn, being eager to learn. When I talk to Kevin or Wilson, any really successful e-commerce founder, uh, whether it's a client or the founder of Upsea, basically they're always learning something. They're always explaining, oh, I just learned this, uh, reading this book or doing this course. They take instructions from people. They are really good at learning. They love to learn. It's that growth mindset. It's part of that mindset book Carol Dweck talks about. It's a very important trait from a founder, especially in something like e-commerce. For Coachable, it means somebody that's willing to learn and willing to get advice. It's such a weird thing that people don't want to be coachable because they know that the biggest, most important people are coachable. Think about LeBron James. He's the best athlete out there, but he himself has what? Like 20 coaches for every part of the thing that he does? Dribbling, shooting. It's crazy how you don't think you have a coach, but like these famous athletes do. It's not like you can't get it. It's more that you don't want to get it. It's you don't feel like you should get it. Really, if you can't afford a coach, which a lot of people can't because sometimes they're pretty expensive. Honestly, the best coach is a book. A book literally has tons of knowledge on there. And that's why books are so great is because there's so many books for anything you might want. You want to get better at dribbling. There's a book on dribbling. There's a YouTube channel on dribbling. You want to get better at inventory. There's a book on inventory planning. If you really want it, you'll go get it. And this goes back to like the growth mindset, execution. If you can hire a good coach, great obviously we know our friend jason he has like five coaches being open-minded about learning books even at void media when i first started void media we had a certain hiring process then wilson's oh i'm reading this really cool book i think it was called the who interview or something all right let's try it for the next round of interviews he's just always reading new book and trying it at void media by the way this is hiring this is not something it's not a marketing tactic it's not russellbrunson.com secret all right i just want to get better at this let me find a book or something. Let me not just wing it or not procrastinate it. He's like, I'm going to read a book, learned it, let's execute it. And it was called The Who Interview. It completely changed how we interview. I conducted these interviews. It's a really, really good hiring process. Basically, it changed the whole way the company hired from then on. That really helped a lot because the talent brought on was really good. It's not such an endorsement of what media it is, but the example of how reading a good book or being coachable, just being open-minded can have such a huge impact on the way you do things going forward. It's hard to really comprehend unless you really go through it and try it and have a couple wins in that way. And you know, another good example just in pop culture is Kobe Bryant. Even when he was close to retirement, he would call someone like Dwayne Wade in the middle of the night and be like, hey, how do you do the pick and roll like this? He's always a student of the game. You'll notice that in just a lot of very successful, whether it's founders or people in general, always looking to learn, being coachable. And there's a level of humility there too. It's not, oh, I already know everything. Kobe Bryant, 15 seasons in, it's, oh, let me call this other guy on the phone who's, by the way, 10 years younger than me and ask him how he does this. I love you out there that just know certain things more than you. I'm learning some copywriting stuff in this new copywriting group. These guys are so good. Our Jason introduced me to this group. Mm. I was like, oh, let me check it out. When you see something that's mind-blowing, I'm like, oh my God, you want to get better at it. But yeah, with Wilson example is, Great example. Book is so good. We hear it all the time, Eric. Wow, that was such an intense interview. I've never done something like that before. It's crazy how nobody does it because the book is 
so good. This goes back to people will read this book, but then they don't execute on it because it's actually a very detailed plan. And Wilson laid it out into the sauna, the process. This is what you'll say. This is what you won't say, right? That little anecdote probably has all four, or I guess how many examples we have in this video. That whole process Wilson went through has every single aspect of every single trait we just talked about in this podcast. Those are just great traits to have in e-commerce, an agency or e-commerce or whatever startup you're building. Yeah, for sure. Take a look at it again. We'll probably put the link to the YC video that has a little bit more. This is what we think about too. Like, subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a five star on iTunes to help us get our podcast rankings up. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.